0: First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. All right, Andrew, I'll let you uh, intro the background here on uh, on this story as you covered it yesterday.
1: So Father Joe Salerno announced to his congregation on Sunday that uh, there would be a unification of the two parishes of Our Lady of the Rosary and Our Lady of Lords. And the diocese, Uh, the diocesan bishop Douglas Lucia made it official via an announcement yesterday uh father joe
0: is on the line right now father joe salerno good morning good morning how are all of you great uh great to uh hear from you and let's talk about this and i i know these are always sensitive issues uh because there are you know each of these individual churches like for instance lady of lords my wife and i were married uh more than 20 years ago at lady of lords and um and i think you have families that have Weddings, uh, wedding history, and funeral history, and and Saturday and Sunday history. It becomes a sensitive issue for everyone. So, uh, I'm assuming that's what you're dealing with right now.
2: Um, yes, and in, in some senses, yes, and in other senses, no. We we've, yeah. we've been involved in a process of um, linking what we have called linking our two parishes and. What we meant by that was that uh, the same set of clergy were serving both parish communities. And that's primarily because of a shortage of clergy, mm. uh, et cetera. But more and more as we, uh, you know, look in, into the future, while we have great respect for our past and for all that has been done and celebrated at both individual communities, uh, for a number of reasons. Um, And again, clergy shortage just being one uh, uh, factor driving this unification. Um, We we felt it was time to bring these two parish communities together. Right now, I am the only priest serving both parish communities. Wow! So um, it's it's a challenge. Yeah. But uh, I, you know, I want to reassure reassure people we're not closing any church. So weddings and funerals and baptisms uh, all will continue to take place, and both parish campuses um, will do our best to respect the history of the past, but we want to create a history for the future uh, as well. Uh, yep. So we're going to do our best, and, and it isn't just about clergy. There are so many lay people who are giving up their time and their talent and their treasure uh, to make these communities uh, viable, yeah. and now we're going to have a new name. It's going to be Mary, the mother of our Savior Parish. The buildings will remain the same uh, in terms of their technical and official names. It will always be lords, it will always be rosary as a building, but the community that gathers there will now be known as Mary, Mother of our Savior Parish.
0: All right. Uh, Father, Interesting. Uh,
3: can, I, can I ask you about the, the new name? I was thinking about this yesterday. You know, growing up, I grew up in East Utica. We had Saint Agnes, we had Saint Anthony, then there was Saint Anne, Saint Mark, Saint Paul, Saint Peter. There was always Our Lady of Lords and Holy Trinity, but everything was Saint this one, Saint Saint Saint, and it was short and easy and, and to the point. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm, I'm sorry glad
0: you're laying it out with yeah, Father. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Today.
3: When I thought about this, I just I thought that there could be some confusion. Can you can you explain? Obviously, I think we know. Um, uh, the mother of our Savior, Mary. We know where that comes from. But can you talk about? There's almost an evolution in names, as I see some churches in communities across New York coming together. Do you uh, have any okay, any thoughts on that?
0: Are you
3: <laughs> asking why the name? I, I, well, not so much. Well, oh, sure. Okay, let's go there. And, and, why and, the name?
0: And, and if I can say, and and it's possible that these names of the parishes were were always uh, like this. I don't know the answer to that, uh, but but I know that Father Sean, uh, Father uh, Joe Salerno, sorry, Father. Uh, <laughs> That's
2: okay. Father I like J- Father Sean. I know him
0: as well. Uh, we just have him on so often. that. Uh, uh, but Father Joe, can you dig into this, uh, Jeff's question here?
2: Okay, well, you know, in, in trying to unify two communities, the process is to give the new community a new name. We asked our parishioners who gathered um, and who were worshiping on a regular basis to submit to us uh, their suggestions for a new name. We had probably well over a hundred suggestions. Wow. Uh, We boiled it down to three that we uh, presented to our bishop, and ultimately it was the bishop's decision. I think he wanted to honor the history. Mm-hmm. Of both parishes, mm-hmm. So he chose the name that still honored the mother of Jesus, the mother of our Savior. That was his preference for a name, and uh, the way things work in the Catholic Church, it, it really was the bishop's uh, decision as to what the name would be. Gotcha. And so he wrote a letter to us, and I, I don't have it in front of me, but he uh, expressed that this new title would not only honor Mary, but would say something about her son, Christ, as our Savior, and it brings and respects both the traditions of both parish communities. Does that help a little bit?
1: It does. It's a little less short, but it's to the point still. Yeah, no, and (laughs) and I apologize if
3: the question came along wrong. I just remember, you know, in... At so many churches, it was saying, you know, and I ran down sure. the list. Uh, this I, I this one feeling, is unique, though.
2: You know, that we'll probably be just saying in the long run, Mother of Our Savior Parish.
0: Right. That's sure.
2: Something I, like that.
0: I sure. have a few uh, comments. Uh, Julie saying, won't the church buildings themselves be their own individual names? And and you've addressed that. They will be. It'll still be, that will yeah, remain they'll the same. They
2: will their original names, and that's, I think, uh, possibly for legal purposes, et cetera, et cetera bequests left to uh, a church, et cetera, Uh, all of that, and because of history.
1: Right. Father Joe, can you explain why the unification, from a standpoint of administratively, budgetary reasons, we just had a pandemic, does that have at all an an impact on this decision, or did that have an impact on this decision?
2: Uh, Of course. There's no one factor driving this. There are numerous factors driving this. And among them is the experience of COVID. Okay. No doubt about it. Uh, the experience uh, of, uh, you know, trying to be present uh, to people. Uh, I know uh, right, like right now, um, all of our weekday services, as well as any, again, baptisms, weddings, or funerals are held at the campus of Our Lady of Lords, or excuse me, of Our Lady of the Rosary. But on Sunday, when it came to worship, I had to make a hard choice. I tried to choose the location that could serve that served as many people as possible while still keeping us safe. For, for months, we had to sit six feet apart from each other and wear masks, so weekend services were at Lord's. weekday services, uh, and, and the weddings, funerals, and baptisms of members who belonged to Rosary took place there. But financial purposes, number of people worshiping, clergy shortage, uh, et cetera, et cetera. All of it's factors yeah. in. And, and, I, and I, what's happening in the rest of our diocese is uh-huh. factoring in. We have two priests serving six parish communities right now in the Oneida area. Five parishes were brought together up in Oswego to make one new parish. Uh, it's happening in, in many places, and not just between Lords and Rosary. Uh, if you go back to the East Side, when you named all those uh, parish communities, it's now um, Mont Carmel Blessed Sacrament, St. Anthony, St. Agnes, mm-hmm. Holy Trinity observes St. Stanislaus, St. Paul's in Whitesboro observes St. Stephen's and, and uh, St. Anne's in Whitesboro. Um, it it this isn't the first time, yeah, and mm-hmm. it will unfortunately probably continue a
0: little bit yeah. into the future um and it's it is uh it, it it is a bit of a sad story in that um the number of people attending mass and churches throughout uh the area and throughout the country has decreased over the years um and there was a time when these churches were were Bustling at the uh, at the seams here, um, that is yeah. kind of a sad state of where we are in the country right now.
2: It is, uh, in some senses, culturally mm-hmm. less people are worshiping than in the past. But again, if we look at the population of our immediate area,
0: that's a good uh, point. Yep,
2: you know there are there are far less Catholics present than today than there were in the past. We've mm-hmm. been graced to have many other religions and cultures join us. Uh, we have uh, we have not only Catholics and Protestants, which have been our mainstay, but we have, uh, you know, the Jewish community is suffer- not suffering the same thing, but going through the same transition. Yep. Yeah. We ha- now have Muslims. We have three, at least three to four uh, three mosques in our area. Uh, we have Buddhist temples in our area, so our population is shifting yeah. too, and there isn 't the need for all the Catholic churches that we once had and needed
0: well, if you go back fifty years, sixty years, our population was over a hundred thousand people mm-hmm. right so uh that uh, in itself, one more thing uh because this is so unique, and this conversation with you is uh is very unique in that it 's not something we normally speak with you about um. You, I know, as someone, whether it be a, a mass uh, or a, a funeral, um, oftentimes uh, a very high-profile funeral in the area, you're the person that makes people feel better, and 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 you have such a great way of of getting a message across that I, I think is is very helpful. But now we're talking about business here, and that's the part of of this that we normally don't hear from you, or even from the from the church, but. These are large buildings. Um, I, I can't imagine the cost just to heat yeah. a church. Um, so there's a lot there in a, in, a, in a very difficult time as we've just gone through a pandemic. Uh,
2: correct. The past year to 18 months has been, as we all know, been difficult for everybody. Yeah. Churches, churches included. It's, uh, one of the downsides of being a pastor is when you walk into the building Uh, a building that you're not accustomed to, that you look up and you say, what does it cost to heat and light this building? (laughs) (laughs) I just wonder, uh, or at least that happens to me. But, But that's the practical side of things. Yeah, you have to take... Yeah. many factors
3: into consideration yeah. do they have double pane stained glass windows you know keep the cold <laughs>
0: you call New York Sash. <laughs> I, uh, I, I grew up in the valley and spent some time at st Mary's in Little Falls and um, uh, just a massive church for a small city like the size of of Little Falls to be able oh. to to support um, I cannot imagine what it costs to heat that building mm-hmm. and a yeah. beautiful just beautiful building as all these churches are
2: uh, the uh, be- me yeah, you know, resemble the faith of the people who built them and, and yeah. the sacrifices they were willing to make to sustain them. Yeah, but uh, energy costs have greatly changed. Maintenance costs have greatly changed, uh, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Uh, but let's the takeaway here is um, uh, neither neither church, neither building will be closing.
2: Neither building will be closing, at least right now. I, I right. can't guarantee that forever, but yep. right now that's not in the plan or in the cards, both campuses will remain open.
0: All right. Uh, Father, thank you oh, so much for the, the what about, uh, Just one more thing. Uh, There's a great
3: question from Paul. What about the Bazaar? Mm.
2: Oh, thank you for uh, reminding me of that. Our We are uh, going to have the Bazaar this year, which usually takes place at the end of August. It'll be the 26th, the 27th, and the 28th. It'll be a bit of a modified form of bazaar, but we feel it's it, it's important that we bring people together in community um, at, at this point. So uh, I hope on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the 26th, 7th, and 8th, that I'll see many people join us at, right. our, at our annual bazaar on the campus of Our Lady of Lourdes.
0: All right. Uh, cer- certainly something we've uh, all come to, uh, to expect and uh, depend on each year. And of course, coming off this last year, uh, uh, it just uh, these things didn't happen. So it's good to have those back. Father Joe Salerno, thank you so much for the time. Thank you so much. All right, have Take a great
3: care. day. God bless. Thanks Bye-bye. so
2: much,
0: uh, Father Joe.
3: You know, it's always nice to speak with him. I will say, I ran off all the saints in the church names, and I didn't mention my own parish as a child. <clears throat> Saint Stanislaus in East Utica, of course. <laughs> he mentioned that when he talked Epic about the fail. merger with Holy Trinity. <laughs> And I also wanted to mention consider this now I went to St Agnes in East Utica until it closed when I was in 5th grade then it was either cuz a lot of the catholic schools not the churches the right, catholic right. schools at that time closed so there was a it was either you went to Holy Trinity or to Lords and I ended up going to Lords and I will tell you we had two priests who interacted with the with the community you know over at Lords at the time and it was Father Joe Salerno and Father Sean yeah and this is why I've turned out to be Such a great person, I
0: think. I believe it's those.
3: I'm up for sainthood because of because of them. Because of them, yeah. Uh,
0: And I have to say that Father Joe does such an amazing job when uh, during a very difficult time when there's a sad story, and and especially as you know, you can remember the high profile funerals in the area. Yes, where maybe a police officer has uh, lost his life. Um, It's just something about uh, Father Joe that he's able to make you walk
1: out of there. And feel better. Yeah, and 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 that is why he has for so long been the chaplain for the Utica and and uh, Utica Fire and Police yeah, Departments yeah. because uh, he just has that way about him. Of course, most notably, he presided over uh, Thomas Lindsay's funeral, and I believe uh, Officer Kors as well, uh,
0: among others um, uh, in mm-hmm. the area. Sadly.